Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris from Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, we want to talk about the enemy of self-effort. You know, there's so many people believe today that it's about works, it's about what I do, it's about how I do it, it's about my call, it's about my ministry, it's about me doing something to please God, doing something to satisfy God, doing something to make God be pleased with me. And, and a lot of times we do that even with people and not even realize that we're doing something for their approval. We're doing something to try to, to get God to look at us or take a note of us, to be pleased with us. And I want you to get away from that because 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, I want, to, I want you to think about this a minute because a lot of times we, we see the word sin and we, we, we don't know whether that's a noun or a verb. A verb is, and it's a verb in a sentence, it's talking about, you know, the sins of the flesh, smoking, drinking, doing drugs, those kind of things. But he said here that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, has cleansed us. The word cleanse is a word that means a continuous process. And in other words, it doesn't mean it's a one-time event. But it's an everlasting thing that he continuously cleanses us from the sin nature. Because anytime the word sin is in a noun form, it's talking about the nature of sin. The, the, the Adamic nature that you had before you became born again. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. When they read the Bible, they think, you know, sin, I read sin, I'm thinking about, you got to see what pretext is in and what... what uh, uh, line of, of, of in, in the actual sentence. Is it a verb showing action or is it a noun, which means a person, place, or thing? So we see here that it's not how we walk, but it's where we walk. The only place you can carry what you did is in your mind. My part is to believe what's already been done. Now this is the, this is the enemy of, of self-effort. Trying to figure out, trying to do things, not, not learning to rest in the finished work of Christ and accepting what He's done for us and making us whole. He's not set us free. He's made us free from the law of sin and death. And see, that's a wonderful thing because Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 through 14 says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. Now, God doesn't qualify you. He calls and then He qualifies. So He doesn't qualify the called. He calls the qualified. See, he doesn't do that. That's what we think. We think he calls qualified people, but God qualifies the people that he calls. And see, that's the great thing about the finished work on the cross because he took up the sin nature of what you and I were in Adam on the cross and redeemed us from that. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 through 14, it says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us qualified us. You, you haven't done anything. He's qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the powers of darkness and conveyed us or translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. So He's made us meet. That means He's made us able. We're able now to live and stand in that place where you and I have been delivered from, that you and I have been set free from, and that you and I are made in the image of Christ. So you and I now, He's qualified us to receive everything that He had in the Father. And He's delivered us from the powers of darkness, from the Adamic nature, from the Adam 
realm of sin and doubt and unbelief into the realm of, of Christ. He's delivered us into the kingdom of God. For, for the Bible says in Luke 17, 21, lo here, lo there, the kingdom of God is within inside us. Now look at verse 12. It says, in the light. That's a powerful thing because Romans 8 and 17 said, for if, if children then heir, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Now, how many of you today that know that you're an heir and a joint heir of God and a joint heir with Christ? Everything that Christ has, you have. You haven't got to work for it. You ain't got to make it happen. You know, even prayer can become self-effort. Even giving can become self can become self-effort. You want to do it because you get to, not because you have to. Don't fall back into the realms of a law to where you're under the demands of the law and you're back under the demands, if I don't do this, then this is going to happen. Under the old covenant, if we did bad, we got bad. We did good, we got good. Under the new covenant, we're reaping the harvest of his finished work and receive everything he has just because of who we are in him now. Not because of what we do, but because of who we are in him. That's why I love Galatians chapter 4, verse 7. Therefore, you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. So we see here, a slave could come into the house, but he couldn't live and sleep in the house. And that's the thing about us becoming sons. We're not servants of God anymore. We're sons of God. And that's the wonderful thing about living and operating and reaping the blessing and the beauty of grace. When you and I live in the beauty of grace, we live not based on our self-effort, but we live based on the grace of Jesus Christ. What a wonderful thing it is today to walk and to live in the beauty of grace.